am I ever listening when, when it comes to anything that you and I are saying? <laughs> yes, sometimes. Very rarely. You've listened no. before. While I'm while I'm adjusting, I'm I'm adjusting everything. You I, can hear Lord knows fine. what you're adjusting. I can't really tell. Well, I had to get my cocktail. <clears throat> Please, I, I've never been so happy to hear the word tail. Right. <laughs> I was I was going to go somewhere else, but it's I know. too early you're, in the podcast for that. So everyone should know that Nick is. I guess reclining would be fair to say on his couch I am, in I the am. downstairs area, well, not up in his office. Let's set it, set this up. It is, okay. it is Friday evening. It is. It has been a very long week. And for those, a lot of people, for I a think. lot of people, it has been a very long week. It's been a, it's been a very long two weeks because of all the storms and, yep. and uh, some of the other things that have happened. First of all, I want to apologize to all of our listeners. We were not intending on doing a classic episode last week, but I, there was a larger than we had actually been told until I read the article about it, a larger attack on a whole bunch of podcast uh, aggregation systems, including ours. Ours was mm-hmm. one of the first. So we weren't actually able to gain access to our portal to upload a new episode. And that had started when we had planned on recording. So we didn't even record one, but I wouldn't have been able to upload it if we had. So I had to run a classic at the very last minute. And that was literally way, it was 10 o'clock at night on a, on a uh, Monday night that I I posted it so we could have one for Tuesday. So I apologize that this, we, we did, we didn't do two classics back to back, but it was pretty close. (laughs) It was very, very close. Well, I, I think it's important for us to, because classics, you know, organically happens so seldom with us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I, I decided true. to run a, a run of the mill version of uh, potty mouse. We have a plethora of run of the mill potty. Plethora. Mouse. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, we're we're in the six the, the six digits. We're in the three digits when it comes to the number of episodes we have to choose Love from. That. We, Love I that. do too. It's it's anyway. So to set this up, it is Friday evening, mm-hmm. and John and I had planned on doing the podcast. My wife is left for work, and uh, right right off the bat, my my daughter, who has been requested for the last two weekends in a row to go to one of her friends for a sleepover, mm-hmm. and other things have gotten in the way. The weather got in the way, and yep. and school and things like that. So she finally asked again and had to get picked up right when we were starting the podcast. So I said, I thought, I'll just bring all my stuff down and just start the podcast and then pause if she comes, if her friend comes to pick her up. So I'm sitting down in the living room. She's already been picked up, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I was just too lazy to walk back three floors into my office so I could uh, (laughs) sit there. But I'm also testing a brand new microphone. We've talked about it on the podcast before. It's a Tula microphone, Mm T-U-L-A. It's tiny. It's smaller. It's about half the size of my hand. It's a very Mm -hmm. small microphone. And I wanted to see what it would do. So I'm sitting in our bonus room, which is our TV room, with my computer and my new Tula mic. And uh, I've poured myself a Jack Daniels rye. Ooh. It's not a traditional Jack Daniels whiskey. It's a rye whiskey, mm-hmm. which is very, very good. It's very, very smooth. It looks delightful. Do you have a, a garnish? No, it's uh, uh, one of the big round ice balls. Oh, okay. But it's cracked in half now, so it's... You might want to see a doctor about that. Right. I, I hate it when my balls crack in half. <laughs> they called me big round ice balls. That's not <laughs> That funny. was my Minnesota name. Now I live in Tennessee. It's not true. <laughs> 
Yes. Well, there were some unfortunate people in Texas that were of yes. the ice ball name in the last yes. couple of weeks. My gosh. Well, I felt bad because their all their power was out, so they couldn't yeah. maintain their ice balls. Yeah, they could not. I, you know, and speaking of that, uh, our good friend Matt Pitzer and I were speaking last night, I guess it was, about um, installing a uh, whole house Gener generator. generator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I'm probably going to undertake that. And, Are you? Yeah. I would be interesting. You should, uh, interesting. I would be interesting if I had a soul. <laughs> um, yeah. I would be interested in learning more about if you can hear that. I'm also sitting next to the dogs. They're both trying to get as close to me as possible. They're and wonderful. Now, Bonnie now, and Clyde. Now Clyde is climbing the pillows to try to find a better place to lay down because he's getting ticked off by his sister. Good puppies. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I would be interested in learning more about that. I would yeah. actually encourage you to record the whole process on uh, your phone or using video so we could put it on YouTube. The whole of, process of what? Of watching it. a workman install it? Yes. <laughs> well, here I am, and he appears to be sweaty. Yes, exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm a handsome man when the sun glistens off his brow. I, I, anyway, I think it would be interesting, and I think it would be fun to learn about something like that. And well, I would I, watch it. It's, it's kind of cool. I have a generator in my garage now, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not hooked up to the house uh, panel, which it should be if I were going to take it seriously, but uh, I think that's what I'm going to do here forthcoming. I'm going to uh, uh, just install it in the place we're building in Florida. So why don't we just, well, okay. So the place you're building in Florida, why don't you just go completely off grid? I, you know, it's funny you say that because I actually thought of it. There is a, I, there is a, a builder who is marketing that it's a, a little smaller than the one we're building, but not a lot. Um, and it has, can't tell you how many watts, but probably uh, 10 to 12 solar panels on the roof. And he's advertising it as a completely off-grid house. It nice. has uh, solar, of course, and it has septic and well. And, uh, and so it actually runs. I would be a little concerned about running air conditioning sure. uh, in Florida, because that's you know you need that's not what Floridians do anyways. Well, they what, sweat they their don't balls use off. Air conditioning? Yeah. No, well, they don't have ice balls there. <laughs> well, I plan to in my house, and that's going to take power from the grid. <laughs> yeah, you might need two houses and only power one with your solar panels. Well, so anyway, let's back up a little bit because sure. the last time we talked, you were just going to meet the real realtors about yes. this new property, yes. and now you're talking about building. So I think you should share with our listeners. What what's transpired over the last couple of weeks? Well, I apparently did because <laughs> I said I hadn't told my mom yet. And my mom is 92 years old. And she's an avid potty mouth listener. Well, I'm assuming not. You know, I do avoid swearing, unlike some other people on this podcast. But I don't know uh, what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> that was Nick, mom. Uh, and, and so Lisa asked me, have you told your mom? No. I said, we're going to go visit, and and I thought it would be more appropriate to do that. And so <laughs> I saw her, and she goes, so you're moving. Yeah, I understand. I said, how did you hear that? Who told you that? She says, well, I heard it on your podcast. Come on. 
<laughs> so she apparently listened to the podcast. That's to awesome. My but hi, mom. As I, <laughs> hi, mom. As I told her, no one can appreciate being away from your only kid and your only grandchild like she can, because we used to be, you know, in Florida and and in Michigan and in right. Illinois. And doesn't she the- live in Florida part time already? Though she does not. She used oh. to. She and her her uh, late husband used to uh, go back and forth uh, seasonally to Arizona. Snowbirds. Okay. Uh, yes, and I would. I mean, I actually probably lean toward Arizona. No offense, Florida. Well, you know, strangely, I, I, it's strange that you bring that up because yeah. our our friends and I have have been talking. Some of our friends. And when they listened to the podcast, they were talking to me about that. And they said, I always pictured Quaddy as an Arizona guy. It surprises <laughs> me that he would build property in Florida. I had to explain to him why you were doing that. Yes, but yes. I, you know, it was, it's interesting that you say that because that's how, what everyone would think of you anyways. Well, I like to, and my, sometimes my job requires that I go to Arizona in the middle of winter and, uh, that's a stupid job. <laughs> I would like to very thankfully acknowledge my work for that, but I do work when I'm there. Um, the thing I can see that's the big difference is the beach, and uh, my granddaughter is just loving the beach. And that's great. It's the thing you don't have in Arizona. You also don't have the 98% humidity in Arizona. Yeah, so, that's the part that I would struggle with. And and, and I do too. I, Again, it's a trade-off because Florida very seldom has 122-degree heat, which Arizona has quite very often. True. And it's, yeah. People say, that's a dry heat. Well, so's an oven. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's hot. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to second-guess it. We're happy with our decision. So what happened is we bought – we did meet the realtor. We love her. She's awesome. I call her the princess of real estate. I think she enjoys that. Um, and it doesn't really matter because we're paying her commission, so I'm sure she'll <laughs> pretend to enjoy it. She'll she'll enjoy it if you call her the rat. Yeah, I don't think so, no. Oh. But she's very nice. Uh, met her husband as well, and uh, uh, we just got along very very well. We looked at a piece of property, <clears throat> and they're relatively inexpensive. And suddenly they have started going up and up and up over no. the last couple of months. Well, hence Florida's building rate. And we decided to build because we looked at houses and the houses themselves were going up and up in price because the Florida real estate market is stupid right now. Yeah. Um, and and so we were looking at these fixer uppers that were top of the market in price and we're just, mm-hmm. I'm out, let's just yeah. build one because it's going to be cheaper. Uh, anyway, so we bought this property, a lady in Michigan owns it and uh, an elderly lady from what I understand. <laughs> and she uh wasn't sure if she wanted to sell it for some reason and so it was a hem and haw long story short we ended up with this the builder actually walked the property yesterday and uh so he talked to us for a little while and said it's perfect it'll work great a little longer driveway because it's set back a little bit which doesn't bother me at all and it'll probably be done in about a year okay because <laughs> he's well, so bad hey, by that point COVID hopefully will have subsided a little bit. That's what we said last and year. <laughs> I will actually come and visit you. I know you've invited me to come to Madison, but yeah. I, you know, I just never made it. I might actually make an effort if it's warm. In Madison, it will be sometimes. Right, right. So, well, let me ask you this. You, <laughs> yes. We had talked about this for the, for the last few weeks, but sure. 
Are you actually moving or are you going to do the snowbird thing for a while? We've talked about it. We're going to put the condo up for sale at some point. And I'm saying it quietly so our neighbors don't hear because uh, we will hate to leave them. It's the it's a triplex. So we only have two other people in the condo unit. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're awesome people. So uh, uh, it'll be sad if we if we do sell it. If we don't sell it, though, we're blessed to be in a place where we don't have to. Um, I, I just don't want to be. I, I just have a hard time. Why would we want a property empty for six months every year? One of the two of them. And, and I just, I, I don't see the benefit of that. We could rent it or whatever, but I, I don't know. I hesitate to do that as well. So uh, rent we'll it or you could always, um, what's the name of that company? That's Airbnb it. Oh, potentially. I, yeah. again, I don't know what the, what the uh, uh, homeowners association rules are. Oh, so yeah. Stupid homeowners association. Well, this one is quite inexpensive. So well, ours is inexpensive, but the rules much. suck. Not that they follow oh. the rules. Oh. <laughs> one of one of the most explicit rules that yeah. they, they have said in our um, documents, uh-huh. do not park on the street for more than 24 hours. And we have people that park on the street all the time. Well, that's because they can't make it up the hill. Well, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I had to text John the other day. So we, as everyone this knows, awesome. we had our snowstorm and our ice storm. We had about an inch, inch and a half of in ice Nashville, and then, in, in Nashville. Yeah, and we that. have this massive hill that, so we have one entrance into our neighborhood. We only have about 130 houses in our little neighborhood. And there's this massive hill that you have to go up to to get to the back side of the property where well, i where i live quantify massive i mean is it really well, it's no i mean it's nashville normal um okay. it's bigger than most hills that you would see in somewhere okay. like madison or minnesota okay um i i percentage grade i couldn't tell you but it's it's big enough that if there's ice on it most people aren't going up the hill <laughs> okay it's and how long it, how long is the actual I mean, a quarter mile or no, not quite, yards. not quite that long, a little less than a quarter of a mile. Okay. 500 um, yards would be more than a quarter of a mile. I okay. would say, you know, quite honestly, it's, it's fairly steep. I'd say it's probably 200 yards. Oh, okay. Up, up going up. A couple up. of football fields. A couple of football fields going up. Got it. Um, so anyway, I, <laughs> middle of the storm, I didn't really go out. I didn't, we did, had no need. We've got plenty of food. It's not like where, but. You know, Jen wanted me to go to the, to the store and, and get a few items. And uh, it was, so the snow, I guess, came in on what? I don't even know what day it came in on. But I know I left on a Friday to go to the store. Was it Friday or Saturday I texted you? Oh, let me look. You left on a Friday to go to the store? No, I didn't. No, no, I just don't remember. I, the, <laughs> all, the days, all the days blend together. Okay. Anyway, while John's looking up the day that I did it, Cause I texted him right after this happened. I, I went to, I was going to the, go to the store and, and I went up my little hill from where my house is to the top of the hill. And there was a car parked and she had her, her flashers on. So I just went around and she stopped, tried to stop me. So I backed up a little and she's like, there are a whole bunch of people at the bottom of the hill. They haven't been able to get up the hill. They're sliding. There's a guy trying to deliver furniture in a big truck and he can't get up the hill and it's just a mess. I don't even know if I'm going to get out. She was on her phone at the same time talking to somebody and I said, oh, okay, uh, you know, I'll give a, the truck trying to come up a, another try and then I'll go down the hill, whatever. And she's like, I don't know if you want to go out. And then she starts talking on her phone going, 
I don't know if I'm going to be going out. No one can get up this hill. It's horrible. I know I have four wheel drive, but no one, I, I just, I don't know if I should leave. I mean, she was freaking out. <laughs> and so I wait a couple minutes and I look at her and say, well, I'm going to give it a shot. And I drive down the hill and, and no problem getting out of the, the neighborhood. And as I'm driving out, I see three or four cars lined up on, on a side street just because they couldn't go up. And there are a few people milling around uh, just kind of trying to figure out how they're going to get up this hill. And it's pretty slushy and icy. I leave, I go to the store 40, 45 minutes later, I come back and I pull into the neighborhood and there are about eight cars lined up on that side street because they can't get up the hill. Eight Eight cars. (laughs) The, the box truck that was trying to deliver furniture, he's gone whole bunch of people just milling around trying to figure out how they're going to get up the hill. And I'm just like, eh, screw it. I'm in my Mercedes by the way. Mm-hmm. And I just start going up the hill and I, I'm just, I, you know, not flooring it, not going really, really fast going about 20 miles an hour. And I just go right up the hill. No problem. No sliding, no nothing. <laughs> get up to the stop sign at the top of the hill. And this old, the older lady standing there, the one that was in the car originally is standing there waving at me going, what? the fuck i can just <laughs> see that through my wind my window she's like what the fuck she's an old because lady she's an old lady and, and i'm just seeing her do that and it's like clear as day oh and i just God. died laughing because i just no problem up the hill over and all these cars at the bottom of the hill all these people watching me as i just just oh, navigate this hill without an issue beautiful Oh, I was, I was hilarious. I had to text John because it so was it so was, funny. It was Friday, February 19th. And it was Friday. Do you mind if I just share what you said? I hope it's good. Go ahead. It's uh, I had to share with someone, which is like, I must've been your fifth choice or something. Probably. Thanks. Well, no, I wanted to share with Jennifer, but she was on a, a call because she was working. And then your 10 other neighbors weren't, weren't available. No one was home. Everyone was trying to get up the hill. I had to share with someone because I was laughing my butt off. This is the view. He sent me a picture uh, from my house towards the entrance to the neighborhood. On the other side is a big hill going down, uh, excuse me, going down here, but up on the way in. That's a yeah, whatever. statement. Yeah. Okay. Everyone is freaking out and a bunch of people can't get their cars up the hill. One of my neighbors stopped me on my way out telling me everyone's very dramatic story. I said, oh, well, I'll give it a try. Now I have to put the rest of it together. 40 minutes later, after you went to the store, apparently, I come back to even more people and more cars parked at the bottom of the hill. Nice big audience as the, do you call it a Merc? The Merc. I call it. I'm I'm stealing that from from Top Gear or not even Top Gear. Um, What do they call it now? They do. Yeah. Grand uh, Grand Tour. They call it a Merc all the time. They do call it a Merc, but I have a problem with that because of Mercury. Ah, yes. Yeah. Anyway, they, it you matter. call it a Benz. I call it a Dades. Mercedes. <laughs> Not anymore because Daimler is getting out. It's just going to be Mercedes. No, it's going to be Stellasio or whatever they whatever, call it yeah. now. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, AJ. Um, at the bottom of the hill, nice big audience, just as the Merc just charges right up the hill. Laffy, laffy, laffy faces. I saw one old lady say WTF as I drove past. And then one, two, three, four more laffy faces. Yeah. And that was Friday the nineteenth. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. I, I was <laughs> I, I really I seriously laughed for probably thirty minutes after I got home. Uh, the so only funny. place I slid was coming up my driveway, and I didn't even slide. The, and the funniest thing is, I learned something about the the car is when I did start to slide on my driveway. Mm-hmm. That was when the all wheel drive kicked in. Like I had a little light coming on, really? come on, and said all wheel drive 
turned in or formatic it, turned on. It didn't as you were going up the big It didn't. Hill. Yeah, exactly. I had wow. no problem getting up that hill. Oh my gosh. That's oh, awesome. it was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> well, so how, how much snow estimate that you got? Uh, I about an inch, inch and a half of ice. And then we had about two inches of snow on top oh, of gosh, that. Oh gosh, you had ice below it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. We uh, Peyton got to slide for a lot. And the nice thing is, which doesn't happen in Nashville very often, mm-hmm. is it was very, very cold below freezing about two days before we got all of it. Mm-hmm. It warmed up enough where it turned it. There was ice instead of snow, but then it cooled down again. So and it stayed cold, stayed below freezing for two days after that. So we oh, actually wow. had two really good days of cold snow where they could go sliding or sledding, depending on where you're from all over the place. So we were going on the hills, even that, that big hill that I was talking about, we had a bunch of teenagers that actually were racing down that hill and they were catching some major speed. I mean, cause it was a big <laughs> hill, not like racing a, on sleds, like a toboggan yeah, or yeah, okay. no racing on sleds. They were, they awesome. were doing, it was, it was a lot of fun and it, it makes cool. me feel so blessed and lucky to live in this neighborhood because we really do have a, an incredible neighborhood. Well, we can actually get lady, out and do that. WTF lady. No, I mean, that was great. I, you know, I appreciate <laughs> older, older people that are willing to say stuff out loud. It's definitely not a Tennessee thing. No, it's not. No. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a lot of fun. We had, it was a great, it was, honestly was a great week. And I will, uh, I will carry that, that image in my head for years to come of that nice. older lady. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. you, uh, with any luck, you'll have more snow. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Global warming or global cooling? Cooling, Who knows? apparently. And maybe someday you'll have snow in Florida. Um, probably. You're going to move down there, and that's what's exactly what's going to happen. But you know what? It's okay because I'm ready for it, and I don't have to hire somebody to shovel it. Right. Well, we did. No one shoveled anything here. Let's just start. Oh, there. yeah. yeah. Start. Nothing gets shoveled here. You don't even have a shovel, do you? No, I do. Really? Not a good snow shovel. It's a good, it's actually a, it's a poop shovel, but you know, uh, it works in a pinch. My buddy, Randy, uh, owned a, uh, uh, trailer dealership. So he'd sell everything from stock trailers, mostly horse trailers and utility trailers and stuff like that. And in, uh, Arkansas. So not uh, too far outside of little rock, <laughs> they got snow and they never get snow. Mm-hmm. It's just, he said, we don't know what to do with it. And you'll see, four wheel drives regularly just blowing off the highway because they can go. Okay. In the snow, they just can't they, stop. They think they can. Exactly. exactly. They can't stop. So anyway, he, <laughs> he didn't have anything to move snow around his dealership lot. So he got a fork. He has his forklift and he put on like a plywood <laughs> board <laughs> on the front of it. He called it the redneck snow. Plow. <laughs> I love it. That's it awesome. Right. <laughs> That's incredible. And he sent me a picture. It's a great picture. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Ingenuity. Ingenuity at its best. For sure. That's crazy. So the, John and I actually kind of planned out the, the conversation today. Which which I'm sure you can tell because we're just trouncing from one subject. Bam, bam, bam. I know. And it's only 22 minutes into 23 minutes into. And actually I was going to set you up for the next segment by. You were. uh, Perhaps going into some sort of a, of a dialect. A dialect, a dialect coach. No, anyway. Um, well, well, that was kind of my segue because I was going to say we planned some things and I told John, these are the things that I just want to hit on because I think they're mm-hmm. funny, but this one isn't necessarily as funny. I'm, excuse me, Bonnie. Don't let me get in your way. <laughs> that Bonnie's just Wow. Dumb. Yeah, Bonnie Not is my maid. dog. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, she licks the floor. So, I mean, oh. there's that. All right. You'll probably hear her now because I, I actually, I, I touched her. And when I touch her, she wants more petting and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So she'll start going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I bet you'll hear it. Dun, 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 she, dun, does dun, dun. she does. The, She's the original dun, dog. Dun. Maybe you could teach her like something from. From uh, law and order. Law and order. Yeah. Criminal dog. Anyway, shit. speaking okay. of law and order has nothing to do with law and order. Right. Unless you really want me to go the obscure route where she was in a movie once where she played a character that was based on one of the characters from Law and Order. I am, of course, talking about uh, Kristen Bell, who's married to Dax Shepard, who has the podcast Your Armchair friend. Expert. Not my best friend. I think we would best. be friends if I actually met him in the real life, but uh, he's not. I don't I, know him. I don't have yeah, planned to ever know him. I wish you did. He's actually pretty funny. So I, I, he I've is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like You've appreciate him now. Yeah. Well, yeah. More than I did because I didn't know him before. Right. I'm right. guessing now that he's listening to Potty Miles every week, he's starting to appreciate us as well. I'm sure. I'm sure that's exactly what, what he's thinking right now as, as we're talking. Anyway, <laughs> on yeah. the road last this, this past week, I was listening to Armchair Expert because mm-hmm. that's what I do when I'm in the car. It's, it's a good way to pass the time is listen to podcasts. And I listen to a wide variety of podcasts, but I happened to stumble upon one of the past episodes with uh, Miss Erin Meyer. Or Myers. I don't remember if it's with an S or not. Anyway. It she, is without an S. It's with an out an out without an S. So Erin mm-hmm. Meyer, she is originally from Minnesota. She is a professor at I cannot pronounce the name of the college, so I'm not even gonna try. It's a college in France where she lives now. She's married to a Frenchman. She's got kids that are have been born and raised in France. She's living The college the is years. named INSEAD, I-N-S-E-A-D. It is just the word instead with the T removed. Okay, there you go. You're welcome. INSEAD. She is also an author and recently completed a book with one of the co-founders of Netflix called No Rules. Rules! <laughs> Listen to the podcast, you'll get the joke. Anyway, I found it very interesting because one of the things, and John and I have talked about this, not necessarily on the podcast, which is the first time I've actually been able to say it that way, Mm -hmm. but we've talked about how I struggle with certain forms of communication. I believe in context when I try to explain something. I believe in setting up how I came across the information before I actually come to the conclusion. It's just the way I'm wired. It's the way Mm -hmm. I, I speak to people. And a lot of people get frustrated with me because they just say, you know, give us the bullet points and get it out of the way. That's not how I operate. And Aaron Meyer is a professional when it comes to culture and how culture communicates, specifically when it comes to business. Hmm. And it was very interesting listening to the conversation because she was talking about, and I'm, 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 I'm highly um, summarizing everything she said. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of I mean, it's a two hour conversation and I'm trying to summarize it within five minutes, but she, she talked about how different cultures communicate in different ways. And she actually specifically called out the Dutch culture. Mm -hmm. I related to that because my mother was born in Holland and came over, granted she came over when she was five, but her parents born and raised lived in, in Holland, the vast majority of their life. And I was raised in that household in that culture. My mom and dad were divorced when I was actually before, technically before I was born, they were separated, but 
you can listen to our past podcast to hear my entire history. So I was very much raised in a very Dutch household and how they communicate with each other and how they communicate in general is very much how I communicate now with people, even though I have a very uh, long education that deals with communication, a long history, sorry, a long history, a long education that deals with communication. I never quite figured out why I'm more apt to communicate with context built in uh, more. I guess you could even call it an egalitarian form of communication where I want feedback. I want uh, everyone's opinion before a decision is made and before I move forward. And she said that is actually part of the Dutch culture. It's part of the German culture. It's part of the French culture. It's more egalitarian than it is American, where Americans want boom, 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 bullet points. This is how everything is, where a German or Dutch culture will want you to actually come up and say, here's the theory behind everything. Here's the story behind it. Here's where I got the information before you present the results or present the, the, um, the actual conclusion. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought, again, there's a lot more to it, but I just thought that was so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it actually, it, it brought a, a lot of understanding to, okay, now I know how I communicate and how I might be able to perfect my communication to be able to be more effective in everything that I do business-wise. Uh, and I just, again, I, I found it very fascinating. I would highly encourage everyone to listen to it because if you are someone who like, like I am, who's interested in building a career that includes other countries, other cultures, mm-hmm. I would like to be able to, to be mm-hmm. more global when it comes to work. That's something that I want to work towards over in my career over time. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, her books and, and her talk was something that, that helped me understand and actually made me more interested in learning more. Well, apparently they're the only ones that will understand you as the people overseas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The, the, the thought I had in my brain is I don't belong. I lo- that, before I say this, let me preface it with, I love being an American. I am American through and through. Yes, you are. But the I very first thing I thought was maybe I don't belong in America. Maybe I should <laughs> okay. move to Holland. I, you know, I, so I've traveled extensively and mm-hmm. uh, because I'm older than you. Yeah, much and older. And a lot much older. older. Yeah. It's true. And <laughs> You're way not more that mature, much older. Way more mature. Oh, yeah, I, there's no doubt. I'm not even going <laughs> to argue that one. It's not true either, but okay. But it's interesting because, and people say, well, Americans, they expect you to. Steve Martin did a comedy bit that said, uh, I was in France and they didn't even have the courtesy to speak English. <laughs> wow! She addressed. I mean, she actually addressed that. That was well, in that something he, that that she uh, talked about. It was yeah. interesting. Well, and I would love to hear this. So I will listen to it because that that I, I think it would be great. I most Americans aren't really like that. I don't believe those that want to travel. I want to see other cultures, and I'm not going to say, "Oh, I like this. This is a lot better." I'm going to move here, and I'm going to embrace. Mm. Uh, everybody has different, you know, people judge Americans because uh, you only know one language and in Europeans know five or Well, look at the proximity of the countries. Right. Look, if if I had to go to Minnesota and learn a different language, which I kind of do because that, yeah, you oh, know, yeah, the, you know hey the, there. oh, geez, Cry, I fell out. Oh, geez. I, don't forget to put your coat on. <laughs> your coat. Oh, how's the weather? <laughs> how's the weather out there? Cool. Anyway, 
Golden. Well, well no, you know, you make you make a very valid point, I, I and just, it's so, the geography of the whole. It is the geography, but even beyond that, the interesting yeah. thing she thing she mentioned, and I might butcher it, so please do listen to the podcast. The armchair expert Aaron Meyer mm. is. We think, for example, of French people a certain way because we think they they might be arrogant, that they 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 don't smile, that they're very artsy fartsy and stuff like that. Yes. And we think of Germans in a certain way, you know, very specific, very goal oriented, like wah 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 wah, right? Mm-hmm. We just you know they're very meticulous. And they take is, three is, months vacation every year. Three months vacation, yeah. Three. Anyway, okay. Germans. Think of Americans like Americans think of the French. Ah, uh, very, very loosey goosey, very open, very blah 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 blah. Where where they see themselves more like we see ourselves as Americans, that they're okay. not they're not as strict and it, it just it's interesting how everyone kind of views each other, mm-hmm. and a lot of it coincides. So it, and I was fascinated by the the talk about the Indians. And how they view Americans versus Germans versus French, and how they don't, they don't quite understand. And, sorry, I just knocked. Sorry, I just knocked over my microphone. I'm just yes. getting so animated. Hear it. Uh, you didn't hear it? That's good. I did hear it. No, no, oh, you I did? Heard. Okay. Everyone heard it. Everyone heard it. I can take that out in editing. No, don't leave it in. I probably won't. Anyway, so I mean, again, listen to the podcast. It was very interesting. I would love to dive into it a little bit more, yep. but I know John is limited by time because he has a dinner date on a Friday night. Oh, my, my lovely wife. Uh, but I did want to say about Okay, Aaron, I can't argue with the lovely wife thing. No, I did want to say about Aaron that she has her uh, Harvard Business Review writing in 2015 was number one of the year. Yeah. And it was entitled Getting to See, Ya, We, Hi, and Da. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty cool. Getting yeah. to yes for Getting to uh, yes. all of you who don't speak it. But anyway, yeah, I, I will listen because she has some interesting. You had mentioned uh, her, uh, uh, the um, writing that she had that was uh, uh, No Rules Rules. And that was uh, her study with uh, Reed Hastings, who was yeah. the co founder of. Netflix, Netflix, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Just cool stuff. She's not hard on the eyes either. I might add uh, props to her husband. And, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah of I'm, course I'm she's from Minnesota. I mean, <clears throat> I that was something that, that a lot of my college roommates who are all from St. Louis uh, always said is, wow, those women from Minnesota are gorgeous. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Shout and- out to all those Minnesota women. <laughs> Then you look at me and go, uh, (laughs) that's why they come to Wisconsin. (laughs) Okay. Let's finish with one thing. Okay. I I want to, because, uh, because Jan has posted a couple times, Uh your kindnesses. uh, I'm not kind. Don't believe anything she says. Stop. As a tip of the hat to Downton Abbey. Oh, Downton Abbey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cry thanks, thanks to the snowstorm there, eh? <laughs> um, that was more Canadian. I'm sorry. It was not even close to. Well, I had the I had to throw the A in there. No, I know it wasn't. Yeah. Well, there there is a Canadian element to that, but that's in season one. and No, season two. We won't worry about that. Okay. Anyway, since the snowstorm, <laughs> Jen and I have started. And, and actually, we, we take it a step further. We, we watched. I think I had mentioned this to you. We had yeah. watched Bridgerton. Right. And gotten into Bridgerton, and at the end of Bridgerton, 
Jen was said, man, it just makes me want to watch Downton Abbey. So we watch, we're, we're watching Downton Abbey the entire season, all seasons, all six yeah. seasons uh, again yeah. for the third we, time. We have and done then, this thing. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. So Jen has been every, <laughs> she has been relating some of the niceties that I have done since uh, at least Valentine's day and relating yes. them back to everything that we've been uh, seeing in uh, Downton Abbey, even though it would all have happened without Downton Abbey. It it does make sense that it would be Downton Abbey esque. Of course, that's hard to say. Downton Abbey esque. Downton Abbey esque. No, I. Uh, so when the next time we have Lisa on, she is going to do a great impression for you of <laughs> of uh, uh, my lady and Mary. Milady. Oh my uh, gosh, she does. It's really good. <laughs> it's very funny. Is it, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, because we all we do is walk around going. Mr. Bates. Yeah. Mr. Bates. That's, that sounds like uh, his wife. It does, Anna. Yeah, yep. a little bit like that. But yep. but she does a, uh, oh, Robert. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really good when she does it. I'm not doing it service, but uh, anyway, it was I'm, I, I am definitely She's going to have to come on pretty soon and do that because yep. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we need to make uh, that it, It's fun to mimic all of them, and we, we do yes. have a lot of fun because we, we will walk around saying things like, it was kind of, uh, the, the best part is Peyton can actually uh, come along with her, go along with some of the things like the Mr. Bates thing. Because yeah. she's watching some of them with us, unlike watching Shit's Creek, where Jen <laughs> yeah. and I would walk around the house going, David, <laughs> oh, David, and then David. do a David. And Peyton's like, What are you? And she would start doing David, David. <laughs> but she didn't understand where it was coming from because obviously we can't expose her to Shit's Creek just yet, yeah. maybe in a year or so, but not yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're having a lot of fun watching watching Downton Abbey and and appreciating all of the the different nuances for the third time. I, I, it's one of those shows where you can watch it three times and still pick out little things going. Oh, I missed that last time. It's really, really very good. Yes, it is, it is very it well is. done. And, and there I'm are looking, you're right. I'm the same way. I miss things. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the the second movie that's coming out very very soon. Oh, is it? I didn't it'll come know out. That. It'll come out in 2022. Yep. They're already, they've got it written. They haven't shot it yet, but they've, they've written it. I like what they did with the first one. It was just like an elongated episode. Yeah, essentially, you know, exactly. it, was, it was really good. I, I, I hope they do. It. The only thing that I, I, I feel like we're going to miss and I hope they, I hope they don't take her out, but I, I, she set herself up not to be in the last, the know. next one yep. is, yep. is, uh, the Dowager Countess. I love her. She is. She's the best part of the show. I'm oh sorry. Gosh. The 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 uh, duality between yeah. herself and <laughs> Mrs. Crawley cousin, yes. is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's so the best good. part of the. That is it the comic really is. relief in it the entire absolutely show. Absolutely is. Have yeah. you seen? I I have not, but have you seen? There there are two movies that they're in together. Um, oh, the okay. uh, what is it? It's the hotel something something hotel. Okay. I'll have to uh, look it up. The something Towers. Yeah, yeah. Faulty Towers Hotel. No, 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 no. Not that? It, okay. No, it's Not so there. It's an, it's a hotel in India. Oh, I but got they're it. they're in it together, and it's uh, hilarious. And and Mrs. Crowley was in. Um, oh gosh, there was the show that <laughs> here I go. <laughs> that one guy who, who played in the who was the office lead in Great Britain. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can see his face. Um, Ricky. 
Gervais, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Yep. He he was in a, a I think a relatively short lived Netflix show where he was convinced he was going to commit suicide because his wife died and yada yada. It was a very good show. He's terrific. Um, uh, depressing at first, but she was uh, a character, Mrs. Crowley in the show, and she was fabulous. It, it was just really, really. Did good. she play Mrs. Crowley yeah. in the show? Oh or? no, 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 no. She just happened. The actress was in. Okay, yes, right. the actress. It yeah. Have bad. you ever seen the 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 TV show Black Sails? No. Nope. Oh, well. If anyone has seen that, the main character, the 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 swashbuckling pirate, the main character is actually. Uh, the Dowager Countess's, which her name is, has escaped me. Her real name is actually her son. Oh, really? In real life. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So anyone that has seen Black Sails, I think it's HBO. Might not okay. be HBO. I don't remember. Lisa claims but, there are only 20 British actors in the entire world. And it seems they like it. constantly used over. over yeah, it, it does. It seems like it. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, John, I know you have to take off. I can talk to you as usual for hours and hours and hours. It is so good to finally do this again because we've absolutely it has uh, been a while, a little bit. Yeah, it has. It's it's been like you said a very difficult uh, past couple of weeks and and travel and work and just happens at the beginning of the year and it'll Mm. hopefully it'll slow down a little bit. I'm sure, but we'll we'll definitely get some more content out pretty soon. We darn well will. But in that, I must say goodbye. And please head up to pottymiles.com, check out our merch store, check out all of the past episodes, and also, you know, like, comment, do all of that good stuff that you would on all of our social media networks and on our podcast networks, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, you can also head up to, I don't remember the name of the place, but there is a podcast uh, <laughs> social network that you can head up to. What is that called? I haven't been up there in a long time. I don't know. Okay. It's it, it'll show you a bunch of really cool podcasts. Do a Google search for Google podcast search. social network. You can actually do a, a Google search for John Quaddy or Nick Cubic and it'll send you there. Oh, that's not good. No, oh, it's not. boy. Yeah. Um, it'll have also a, show you our history with law art, enforcement. Show you our art history. I our, didn't never Oh, our, our history. history. I with see. Law yeah. enforcement. Yeah. I'm yeah, speaking yeah. like I'm from Minnesota. Oh, geez. <laughs> anyway. Take it easy. Have a great week, everyone. I look forward to meeting with John again and and discussing absolutely nothing and everything all at the same time. (laughs) See ya!